This is life, they say. Deal with the hand that you have been dealt. And I say, that's BS. So let's figure out a way, what we can do to start shifting our world and start feeling a little bit better. Listen in today how I give you some powerful tools and techniques to help you begin to build a life that you're ready to live. Welcome, ladies, to the Life Mastery for Women podcast. I'm Jen Mack, Lady of the Mind, your host. This is where we go to learn to master our life one nugget at a time. Hey, ladies, it's Jen Mack, Lady of the Mind. Welcome to today's episode where I hope I am finding you overcoming desperation. If you're not overcoming desperation, then it is my intention that in today's episode, I give you just one nugget of inspiration towards your transformation. So I feel a lot where there's desperation in the world where people have been banging their heads against their life's brick wall and they just aren't getting anywhere. The change isn't coming. They're not feeling better. They're not overcoming the illness. They're not, they're not busting through the struggles. And they're getting to that place in their life where they're like, you know what, there's got to be a better way and I just can't figure it out. And my entire life's work has been about understanding the depths of within us and, and truly trying to master the, the, the language, the emotional state, the frequency, the vibration, the perspective, the focus, the concentration, I mean, the list goes on of the inner workings of us from meditation to intentions to limiting beliefs to clearing stuck energy from our emotional body. And that has been my work. And, and I still find some struggles. I still find that some emotions really get a grip on me. But you know, it is during those emotional states that that is when we must take control. Just like a, a sailor is not made on calm seas, when he is thrust about on the boat is what pulls out the strength and the knowledge and all of his works of practice, pulls it out of him to make him a great sailor. Do we want to be a great person? I don't know about you. I want to be the person who overcame adversity who overcame desperation, who overcame anger, who overcame stuck energy and poverty and, and victim mentality in my life, in my childhood. That's me. That's what I want. What do you want? Do you want to overcome these things? Do you want to stand tall one day and go, this is how I used to act, but this is how I act now. This is my life before. This is my life now. This is what I used to feel like, but now... I feel like this. So I want to I want to join hands with you right now. I want you to fully understand that I'm standing in the the space with you. And there's not a lot of people who can say that. I I listen to a lot of podcasts, I read a ton of books, and I don't feel like I get that that foundation from other people, coaches or speakers or trainers or mentors or whatever that it, that is like you have been where I've been. You have been to the bottom of the barrel. You have gotten yourself out of the barrel. You understand where I'm coming from. And I'm telling you, I understand. I understand what you're going through. I understand where you're coming from. I understand your struggle because I understand struggle. And I understand where struggle comes from. 
And I understand when you're in a barrel and it's dark and it's damp and it's crappy in there and the lid is nailed shut and you're like, I can't see my way out. Here's my suggestion. First of all, you have to accept where you are. You have to accept where you are in a way that you begin to take full responsibility for what you have created in your life. Now, some of those things have been co-creations with a person that you've married, with the family that you're with, uh, your roommates, your husband, your, your kids, your coworkers, your boss. We co-create by melding our energies with other people. And it's kind of a shitstorm, right? I mean, it, it can be kind of a crappy deal sometimes. And it can suck sometimes. When you get in somewhere and you're like, you know, your boss is having a bad day, well, then the energy is put out and you're going to have a bad day too. Or you are married to somebody who just doesn't want to do what you want to do. They just don't want to go. They don't want to fix the relationship. They don't see what's wrong with the relationship. They don't want to move. Okay. That happens. That's co-creation. But there's always, always, always something that you can do about it always. And that thing that is the always you can do about it is the going inward to start clearing the blocks to start removing the beliefs because the beliefs are the foundation of all of this work. And where are the beliefs? They're tucked away deep inside. And your belief about how the world works, your belief about how you work, the belief about your environment are all the beliefs that get created, that get put out into the world. And what do we do about it? Well, first, you have to accept where you are. And you have to step into this role that is, I take full responsibility of my life from here on out. Is it going to be hard? It's going to be the hardest thing you've ever done. It is going to be the work that sleeping people (laughs) don't do. And those are pretty much 98% of the people around you. People are sleeping. They're on their phones. They're on their computers. They're watching TV. They're, They're not in a state of joy. They're not in a state of waking up, but it is in those moments that they go on vacation for a second. They're gone for a couple of days. They experience something new. And that is that place of waking up, that place of vigor and vitality and joy and happiness. Now, we're in that decision mode. If you're listening to this podcast, you are in the decision, decision, I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm getting all wound up. You're in the deciding space. Do I decide to continue my life over here and just absorb technology and just close off and just pretend that this is all there is and I'll just keep doing what I'm doing? Or do I choose to start waking up? Do I choose to go on this inner journey and start shutting things down that are no longer working? And it is a big decision And not only do you make it once, you make it every single day. Sometimes you make it 12 times a day. I choose my life. I choose happiness. I choose success. I choose health. I choose deeper connections in my life. I choose to be kind. I choose to be patient. And sometimes I don't. Sometimes I don't choose that. But every day, if I want to move in this direction, if I want to find that true love, that, that success, that amazing part of joy, part of life that I want to experience, I have to wake up. And in that waking up, I need to go inward and I need to become present. That's number two. First, you have to accept where you are. 
Number two is you have to start becoming present. And in that becoming present, you're going to be in your environment, you're going to use your five senses, and you're going to look around, you're going to pause, you're going to be silent, you're going to become aware, you're going to focus on the inner energy, the inner world, the inner universe that is you, that is the true you. This is the journey. It is not out there. If you're if you're anywhere in your 40s or 50s, you know damn well that there is no changing the out there. There is no out there. It is in you that is being reflected. And in that reflection outside of you, you are are trying to fix that. This is the mirror. The outside world is your mirror. It's your mirrored image of your energy. So if you are seeing hate, if you are seeing things that piss you off, if you are seeing things that are ill health and suffering and this constant nothing changing and failure, that is because your energy, the majority of your energy is feeling that way. Ask anybody who has a successful life. It's like, what do you feel the majority of the time? What is your, what is your number one, two, and three emotional state? And it's going to be something right around the, the word that equals success. You go to somebody who is at the bottom of the barrel and they are hurting and you ask them, what are your number, your top three emotional states? They're going to say desperation, hopelessness, and anger or something like that. So we have to look at our life and go, okay, what's the majority state, emotional state that I'm in? So now we're at number three, which is when you're becoming present, is number three is assess my emotional state all the time, every day, 17 times a day, every single day, every day, every day, every day. I say that to my son all the time, my, uh, my middle son who has autism. <laughs> if you know anything about autism, it's the, the, the task that you teach, like brushing your teeth, for example, you and I brush our teeth, we just go and do the task, right? We do it the same way. And it's the same thing. And we go to a hotel, we go to our friend's house, we go to our, our boyfriends or girlfriend's house, we brush our teeth the exact same way, right? It's a little bit different because, you know, maybe the, the environment, the sink, the whatever is a little different. But for the most part, we brush our teeth every day, right? And if you don't brush your teeth every day, please do. This is my little, this is my little commercial break of brushing your teeth. Please brush your teeth. Please take care of your body. So Brandon, if I say, you know, okay, you're, we're teaching you how to brush your teeth. So he brushes his teeth here twice a day in the morning after breakfast and before he goes to bed. But then when he goes to dad's house, we found out he wasn't brushing his teeth. We're like, what the heck? You brush your teeth every day. Well, but it's different there. It's different at that house. And I go, it's every day. So I just kind of do this sing-songy thing after breakfast. And I'm like, you brush your teeth? He goes, not yet. And I'm like, okay, every day, every day, every day, every day, every day. You do it every single day. You brush your teeth every day. You brush them here. You brush them at dad's. You brush them at Uncle Jerry's. You brush them at Uncle Jenny's. You brush them at grandma and grandpa's. Every day. So when we're going inward and we're assessing our energy and we're looking at our emotional state, we're starting to wake up. We're starting to become present. We're starting to become aware. And in that awareness... In that awareed, <laughs> try it, in that awareness, we begin to shift. Because right here, you have that choice. Are some pretty tough emotions going to sneak out? You bet they are. Especially anger. Anger is fast. It's reactive. It is right now. It's present. It is often fired. Okay? Sometimes you can't stop it. You're just going to have to love yourself through that process. But in that awareness and in that assessment, that's when you get to start taking control. That's when you get to judge. That's when you get to, you get to choose and you just go, okay, what emotion do I want in this state right now? So here, let me tell you an example. 
Uh, let me tell you what happened. So we get up this morning and I'm um, getting Brandon ready for um, his last couple of days of, it doesn't matter, this work environment he's going to do in the morning. So I'm going to make him some breakfast and I, um, I go get some stuff out of the refrigerator. I'm like, huh, why does our refrigerator feel sort of warm? <laughs> like what's happening? You know, it's like eight o'clock in the morning. I'm like, well, the freezer's still working. I'm like, okay, well, something's wrong with the fridge. The fridge is not not getting cool. So that's something. Start talking to Amy, who's at work. And uh, anyway, so throughout the day, I'm trying to decipher, trying to play a little um, a little MacGyver and trying to figure things out. And uh, <laughs> I go through this deciphering stage. Anyway, I'm like, I'm getting a little bit overwhelmed. I'm starting to get a little bit um, irritated about the whole thing. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it's a refrigerator, whatever. And I'm like, I'm supposed to record today. I'm supposed to do this other stuff. I've got all these things to do. I'm like, I'm going to go take the dogs for a walk. So while I'm out walking the dogs, and um, I'm thinking to myself, I have to do something different because this fridge is not going to win, meaning it is not going to control my emotional state. Like, no, like that's not going to work for me. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to choose in this moment to choose something different. I'm going to choose a different emotional state. Now, it took me leaving the house to get away from the refrigerator. So I had to disassociate. So I had to move away from something. Go take the dogs for a walk. And walking, being outside really grounds me, really connects me. I love walking the dogs. I love, love, love being outside. So as I'm walking, I'm thinking, okay, I'm not going to just throw some words around and play the victim with this stupid refrigerator. Like I'm not going to allow it to defeat me. So in this moment, I'm choosing. I'm choosing something else. I'm like, okay. So I chose some encouraging words. And you can try these out too and see how it works for you. And I go, it's okay. It's just a refrigerator. And even if we have to buy all that food again, if that food goes bad, it's okay. It's okay. Even if the whole entire refrigerator takes a crap and we have to go buy another refrigerator, it's okay. It's okay. It's all okay. It's okay. It's not going to defeat you. Don't let it defeat you. And I was able to keep such a wonderful emotional state regarding the refrigerator. Now, I don't know about you. And if things like that really irk you and really kind of throw you the curveball, because of course my plan today was not to spend the whole entire day with my head in the freezer, pulling the refrigerator out from behind the, or out, you know, uh, in, to get in front of the cupboards. You know what your refrigerator looks like in the back there? It doesn't look good, but I did it. And I did it with a good emotional state because I chose to. So after there's an assessment, then there is number four is a choice. You choose. How empowering is that? Stand at the cliff of your life and go, I choose. I choose my life. I choose my spouse. I choose my, my emotional state. I choose my money. I choose everything. I choose every single thing in my life. And I go, you know what? <laughs> That's kind of empowering. I choose the car that doesn't run. I choose the empty bank account. I choose the, the annoying kids that live in my house to play video games all day. I choose the husband that doesn't, that doesn't help me around the house. I choose the, the noisy neighbors, right? And by the way, I don't have a husband. I have a wife, by the way. And she's amazing. I choose her. I choose all of these kids. And my kids are annoying. These are all examples. If you know me, you know. I have, I have three amazing young men who live with me. And they are a thousand percent amazing. Do I get annoyed with them? Yes. Do they play video games all day? No. But they love video games all day. Now they play video games all day someplace else. <laughs> Just not in my house. Because I want them to live the life. Go outside. Be outside. 
there's a whole world out there behind, you know, on the outside of your, you know, your screen, but that's another topic. But when you stand at your life, you stand right there at the edge of your life and you look at it. And now there's things that you want to change. There's things that you want improvement. There's things you want to get rid of, but you stand at that edge and you go, I choose this. I chose this. And you know what that means? That means it's not permanent. It means that the whole thing can be rechosen. I don't think that's a word, but we're going to use it today. You can choose something different. Is it, is it going to be disruptive to your life? Yes, but it could be in a good way. It could be in a really, really good way. I've told you, you know, I was in a relationship before Amy for nine years. Nine. Nine years. And I chose something different. I wanted a better relationship. I wanted something that was amazing. I wanted something that was alive and, and, and like had this excitement and this passion and this, and this energy flowing through it. And when I stood back and I said, you know what? I chose this relationship too. And I did. It was, it was a, it, we had a pretty good run there and it served its purpose. But now I'm choosing something different. Now, did it disrupt my entire life? Yes, it did. Did it break a lot of hearts? Yes, it did. Did, did I lose friends and um, family members and whatever? Yes, I did. But you know what? The life I have, the relationship I have right now with Amy is so amazing. And what would have happened if I would have stayed? I already know what would have happened. It would not have been good. It would have been an absent, an absent uh, sort of a marriage. It would have been an absent marriage. I'm over here. She's over there. Nobody's talking to anybody. Nobody's doing anything. This, you know, and I didn't want that. I want excitement. Amy and I laugh every single day. We tell each other we love each other every single day. We've been together over 12 years. And we like laugh and we have fun together and we like absolutely are in love. People meet us for the first time. They're like, did you guys, are you guys new? Did you guys just get together? We're like, dude, we've been together over 12 years. They're like, what? (laughs) They can't even believe it. Just the other day we were at the beach and Amy and I were, were trying to pick up pickleball. And um, so we have these paddles and this ball and we're playing at the beach, not actual pickleball, but we just call it paddle ball, but we're trying to get into pickleball anyway. And so we're playing and we're laughing and we're just being ridiculous. And we just really entertain each other. Like we're just laughing and being ridiculous on the beach. And she goes, do you think anybody else in the world has as much fun as we do? And I said, probably not. Because I know a lot of people who are together or married and they nobody has, has as much fun as we do. And if you do, please share it with me. Please tell me all about the fun that you have in your relationship. So the last thing, the last thing. Now, there's lots of, there's lots of parts and pieces to, to this inward state and overcoming these really, these really deep, dark emotional states. Desperation, helplessness, um, loneliness, grief, shame, all of these deep, dark emotions and is moving up the line, right? Moving up the frequency. But the last thing that is so, so vital to your success is support. That is having a support system in place, people who can go with you on this journey, who can hold your hand, who could be maybe a few steps ahead of you, who can just support you on this journey because it is, like I said, the hardest thing you will ever do. But it does, let me promise you, it does have rich rewards. It does. Now, 
let me go over them again. The first thing is you have to accept where you are. You have to accept that this is what you chose. This is where you are. This is your financial. This is your health. This is your relationship. This is it. This is where you are. Okay. The second thing is start to become present. Start opening your eyes and being present, pausing, being quiet, looking around, using your senses and just observing and waking up, bringing your awareness inside how your emotional state is, which is number three is assessing your emotional state. How do I feel? How do I feel in this moment right now? On a scale from one to 10, if you can't identify the actual emotion, on a scale from one to 10, what's my number? Oh, I'm a, I'm a four, I'm a six, I'm an eight, I'm whatever I am. Or I'm feeling content or I'm feeling bored or I'm feeling angry or I'm feeling frustrated or I'm feeling happy, okay? Assessing, all of this is going to start waking you up to the process. And this is all a process. The fourth thing is understanding that you made a choice. Now, some of that was co-creation, some of that is co-creation. When I go to a workplace and I'm with coworkers and my boss, we are co-creating our environment. Now, the stronger one wins, and I've told you that story all you know several times with, with Amy and her coworker, but it's like, we have to create the environment we want to live in, but we have a choice. And in that space creates that empowerment. And the last is getting support. Now, this is a continuous thing every day, every day, every day, every single day. And then at the end of a couple of days is look back and go, what is my emotional state now? What are my top three emotions on average? And as you keep going, then you keep looking back. You know, when, you know, if you guys don't use Insight Timer, I would highly recommend it. It's a fantastic meditation app. They have thousands and thousands and thousands of meditations in their guided meditations and music and talks and courses, all kinds of cool stuff. Really easy to use. It's called Insight Timer. It's a, the app is um, a Tibetan singing bowl. So it's like a copper bowl with kind of a whitish background. I highly recommend it. Uh, it's an amazing app. Anyway, um, when you first check in, it gives you like this, this choice of five different smiley faces or five different emotional faces. So every time you check in, you select which face am I feeling today? I'm feeling mediocre. I'm feeling pissed off. I'm feeling amazing, right? You get to, and then there's some journal options if you want to like journal or whatever. Well, after about 60 days, you look back at this, at this whole grid of the calendar of the days that you checked in and you're like, holy crap, like, look, those days were all like the, the, the more negative emotions are red faces and the other ones, the yellow is kind of the mediocre and then green are the happier faces. I had all these red faces and look at right about day 30, right about day 20, right about day, you know, 36. Now they're all green faces. It's really nice. And if you don't want to get the app or you don't want, or you don't want to get it, you can't get it, whatever. And it doesn't cost anything. There is a paid version, but it is free and uh, is in a journal is you write a face in there. How am I feeling? Put a circle, put a face, a frown, a, you know, a mediocre face or a really happy face. Put a number. I'm a four today. I'm an eight today. However you want to do it, list the emotional state. I'm feeling happy. I'm feeling overwhelmed. I'm feeling frustrated. I woke up in a bad mood. I woke up in a good mood. And then do this work. Do this work. And every day, every day, every day, and you journal and you, and you just go through and you do all these check-ins. And then at the end of seven days, look back and see the growth. Now really put forth an honest effort. Every day you have to assess. Every day you have to set an intention. Every day you have to look in and go inward and go, where am I at now? And where do I want to go? That's the process of waking up. That's the process of waking up. And it requires a lot of mental energy, a lot 
Because when we're sleepwalking, we just use our subconscious mind and we just react to the world around us. And we don't really think about, we just, you know, we just react and then, and, and we go, well, that's just who I am. I'm just an angry person. I just react. I just really dislike this or hate that or whatever. And it's like, that's not the case. That's just what you've adopted. That's just your subconscious mind going, oh, okay, we want to get pissed off every time this, th- this thing happens. Okay. Your subconscious mind goes, all right, I'll do that every single time that thing happens. I will make sure you get pissed off. As soon as you want to change that, you have to wake up. That's the process. Now, when I talk about support, I want you to understand, not only do I say that I'm here for you, but I have programs available. And if you want extra support in this, if you want someone to stand with you to help to dish out some tools and techniques and support and some accountability, please reach out. Just write me an email at the meditation room TC at gmail.com and put in the subject line. Let's chat. Let's talk. And I would love to be able to have just a conversation with you just to figure out together how I can best support you. In the meantime, please please give yourself the chance at true success. Begin the journey of going inward. And if you need that support, if you, if you have it in your life, then I 100% say, go get it, use it. Whoever's, whoever's going to be around to help support you. I'm lucky enough to have Amy as my support when I didn't have that before. If you don't have it, please send me an email. If you do have it, please use it. Make sure you do this every single day. And then check out my Lady Rising on Facebook. Come into the group and say, hey, you know what? I loved this episode and here's what I got from it. I hope to see you soon. And in the meantime, please keep going, keep growing, and keep searching for those nuggets. Wow, that may have felt like a lot of information in today's episode, but if you're looking for support and a deeper knowledge of what we talked about today, then let's connect. You can learn more about how I work and how you can work with me. Send me an email to the meditationroomtc at gmail.com, subject line, let's talk. And in the meantime, you can join my online Facebook community, Lady Rising, and mention that you came in through the podcast. I look forward to supporting you and connecting with you there.